Warning, it is the opinion of the Forestry Productions LLC and the Working Perspectives podcast that we should inform you that some of the language used in this recording could possibly be considered offensive. You have been warned, so if you decide to listen to the recording, then don't complain about the language. I'm okay, that's good. So you can really feel when someone actually really tries to kick your ass to get in the ring. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, yeah. and you might not have this luxury of being like, oh, I'm out in the street and this person's trying to like hurt me or whatever. Like, I need to take like a break off here. Why don't you train tired or train in like in an elevated state of mind? You know what I mean? Like, yeah. At least some... that's how I like would look at yeah. it. Like, that's when the best training happens. Yeah, you're absolutely yep. right. I don't... Your thoughts, like, because yeah. it, it is intimidating. It is intimidating. The first oh yeah, time it was you just real in. stiff. Yeah. Um, it took me a while to get out of that too. That's uh, everybody. And uh, I beat out of them. Yeah, yeah, that gets beat out of you. It did. Like literally, it did. I like. Hi, hello, how are you? Thanks for stopping by. Today we're gonna talk to some real people about some real things, living real lives, doing real stuff. This is the Working Perspectives Podcast. I'm Matt Lavelle, accompanied by the one and only Rich Lada, and our guest today is the man, the myth, the law dog himself, Josh Lawler. In case you're wondering, you can find all our stuff and all our content and all podcast platforms and YouTube at Working Perspectives Podcast. You can also on Instagram at Working Perspectives Podcast. You can join us on the Twitter and the Ticky Talk at Working P Pod. If you'd like to be a guest on the show, please email us at workperspectives@gmail.com and please like and subscribe to keep bringing you this sweet, sweet content. Rich, you ready to do this thing? I'm ready. Josh, you ready to go? Oh, yeah, let's get it rolling. All right, so speaking of getting rolling, this is the Working Perspectives Podcast. Let's get this thing started. Let's go. It's our objective to be effective by voice in society. On the show today, it's the much-anticipated return of the law dog himself, Josh Lawler. The last time Josh was on this episode, on the show, I mean, it was April of 2021, so almost two years ago. Yes, sir. Yeah, that you were on the show. A lot of things were different then. We were recording on a different platform. I think we had, we've had like four different co-hosts since then, but it was super good to have him then. I'm super excited to have him back now. Josh, how you doing, man? I'm doing great, buddy. Good to be here. Thank yeah, you. Man. Happy to have you. So we're going to get it started. Uh, where We talked about this before on your first episode, which is available now on all podcast platforms and YouTube at Working Perspectives Podcast, but I want to talk about this. Uh, what was your first introduction into MMA, mixed martial arts, that kind of thing? Uh, so my first introduction, I was really young. My dad loved Bruce Lee movies. Yeah. And he did Kempo for a long time when I was younger. And like, so it was just always around, like the idea of fighting, martial arts, whatever. Just it wasn't like a foreign concept to me. Yeah. So uh, it wasn't anything I got pursued when I was young, though, unfortunately. Yeah. Um, damn it, mom. She was one of those <laughs> 90s type of parents that was yeah. uh, yeah. going to make him more hurt. aggressive. You're yeah. Gonna you're going to get her. Hurt. And, and uh, what about ballet? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah so um later on it, it it i always pursued it and it would be like the thing i would catch myself like or my mom would catch me rather like shadow boxing and just pretending to do the stuff in my dad's kung For fu sure. movies that i would watch and she would get so mad so it was like she would catch me doing it be like what are you doing she just she had that primordial fear of basically being a single mom i mean she yeah. was a single mom that like uh you know it's going to make him more aggressive he's going to get in trouble like blah, yeah, which is yeah. ends up being the complete opposite yeah thing. very it's true big time um but yeah, um, but then my first drive to get here, like, uh, was I had a lot of personal stuff going on at sure. the time. Um, yeah. And uh, I just had a lack of control, especially of like my emotions and stuff. And when I would get angry, you know what yeah. I mean? It just young angst in my early 20s and stuff. Yeah. Um, 
a lot of leftover childhood stuff, blah, 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 that type of shit that you don't realize is going on until you're just dealing with yourself, you know? Yeah, yeah. Um, so I had a couple instances where I just did things or said things that I wasn't proud of, and uh, I wanted to change my life. I knew necessarily going into the service or something like that wasn't what I wanted to do. And God bless those people. And, Amen. and yeah. I, you know, 100% support yeah. the troops. You don't have to care about the war, but you can support the troops all day. And that's I me. Agree. Um, but uh, for the most part, I just needed to change my life somehow. And my brother-in-law at the time was um, dating a girl, I guess, um, who uh, uh, trained... If you could call it that. Yeah, well, I don't know what their situation was. Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, they, she was around, and I had seen her multiple times. Brand. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, it was uh, Jamie Driver, right. um, who oh, was an yeah. uh, MMA fighter like from Philly. I think she trained at Daniels, but yeah. she's been she's been yeah. around like for a long time. Yeah. Um, and she was fighting a lot She uh, at the time when they were hanging out, and I'd seen her around, and I asked her just because I was always curious about it. You know what I mean? And I, I grew up watching Spike. You know what I mean? I was saying like Forrest Griffin, Stephen Bonner, the whole deal, like yeah. Ultimate Fighter, all yeah. that stuff. And like, I always liked it. So I found out that she trained and I was like, oh, man, that's awesome. And I would see her every couple of weeks. I would see her. She would ask me, did you sign up at the gym yet? I'm like, no, not yet. It's like, oh, I'm going to go. She's like, OK. <laughs> and then like, you know, like and I understand her having the type of mentality like that I do now when somebody says something, yeah, whatever, did you go to the gym? No. And then you're just like, you're not going to fuck me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah. you know, everybody say it's the same thing, but then yeah. you just asked me, did you sign up at the gym yet? Did you sign up at the gym yet? Like every couple of times. And then one day she's like, did you fucking sign up at the gym yet? And I'm just like, yeah, yeah, I did. Yeah. I went the other day and I signed up. I went on my lunch break and I signed up. She was like, really? And yeah. And I can honestly say, yeah, her kind of getting on my ass about signing Dude, up is why I yeah. ended up being here. Yeah. Yeah. Good for her. Dude, thank her, man. Yeah. Like, yeah, look, she's super cool, though. She's, yeah. Yeah. Yo, you met her, too? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And, dude, I mean, look at what she did for your... She changed your life, being on your ass like that. Yeah. Right? That's good. Think about it. That, yeah. And that's a woman. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Which is basically, at you, know, you go back some, you know, 10, 15 years ago, probably 99.9% male. Mm-hmm. You yeah. know what I mean? Oh, yeah. So, yeah, that was like, because what year was that? What year did you start here? 15. So, yeah, that was like right at the Ronda Rousey was about to start coming up around then. Oh, right? yeah. yeah. So yeah. she was like before the Ronda Rousey era. Yeah. And that. So yep. like before before women in mixed martial arts yep. became ultra accepted. Yep. Yeah, exactly. Wow. So the fact that she knew to do that. Rich, can I ask you, though, he said his dad did some Kempo. Did you run into that when you were doing karate Kempo? I didn't do Kempo. No. Did yeah. you ever run into those guys doing Kempo? Or? Yeah, you would see all different types of martial arts. You go to competitions and there's mm-hmm. all... You had Kung Fu, you had this, you had, I mean, some of it, I didn't even know what it, yeah, I had yeah, no yeah. idea. It was the backyard garage. Uh, yeah. yeah mm-hmm. I mean, some of the stuff, you know, I mean, all kinds of different styles out there from this, that. I always looked at it like a, a menu. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. I'll take two of them. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <Anyway>. <laughs> I think yeah. the guy my dad trained with, I believe his name was Mike Cappy. I think that was. Yeah, the guy I know who Mike is. Yep. Yeah. Yep. I think yep. that's who it was. Yep. Um, But yeah, I mean, I, I just. Uh, Jamie had like an air about her where it was just like you want to she'll that. beat you up yeah. right? you know what I mean like yeah. you just you just knew it and uh, I just thought you know she was super cool you know what yeah. I mean she just like her staying on me about that was just like I just I don't know like it just gave me this sense like yo you need to go do that and like um yeah the other thing too is that my my she was my girlfriend at the time but my wife like was very much about it you know what I mean and she ended up training at a gym in Doylestown later on yep. um that uh and that really helped her so dude i'll tell you you know what's crazy is that you talked about like watching spike and seeing like forrest griffin stefan bonner everything mm-hmm. like that like the guys that we've had on before with you know jr and isaac and everybody they've talked about how they were watching ufc so it's crazy to see like what the like the evolution of it but the formula still stays the same yeah where it's yeah. like yeah you saw this and you're like i want to i want to learn that yeah right and you were more like you were like those guys were more led towards the grappling side you were more towards the striking mm-hmm. right i was the same way mm-hmm. you know like you see that stuff plus to what you're saying about like the girl jamie what's her name jamie driver yeah. jamie driver having like an air of confidence around her dude that's like, I mean, I think that 90% of people that come in here want that. That's yeah. what they're like striving for. Pick that up. Mm-hmm. You know, there's a certain oh, yeah. way they carry themselves. And oh, they yeah. go, that's going to determine whether you're a victim or not a victim. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 You can pick weakness up. 
Yeah, yeah. yeah, I agree. You can smell that from a mile away. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. especially when Dave Roberts is launching nuclear missiles at your face. <laughs> you're either going to learn to deal with that or you're not going to show up. So Yeah. Right? Dude, someone said to him the other day in class, Dave, they're like, Dave, when are you going to be on the show? I was like, this guy would never be on it. <laughs> like, I was like, I'd love to have him, but he would not. Fuck, like, I know he wouldn't do it just because yeah. he doesn't, you know, I was like. He's assassinated people. You want them to know? <laughs> he does not say much. Yeah. Yeah. He does a lot of speaking. smile. Yeah. He speaks yeah. with his fist most of the time. Yeah. yeah. Dude, getting him to laugh. Dude, I remember the first time I got him to laugh, I was like, I must be the funniest person alive. <laughs> you get a smirk. Yeah. 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 Yeah, and then, that, and then he just goes about his business. Yeah, but he's one of those too. It's like he has the air. You walk around yeah. like those people. They just are super confident in like that kind of thing. You strive for, but you ever so, watch his fights. So Dave. No, yeah, he's a Dave was Dave lived by the sword and died by the sword. Yeah, he, I mean, he went, he went out to finish people. Yeah, you know, whether oh. it be grappling or striking. I mean, he was a total I, hunter. I mean, I, I, I cornered most of his fights and uh, had coached him through most of them. And, uh, you know, it was exciting. We always had game plans, we always had mm-hmm. stuff. He was easy to train. Yeah, uh, he Super showed up, he put the work in. Yo, great athlete, he put the work in. Um, but his mindset was he wasn't trying to outscore the person. You always <laughs> yeah. know those guys that do that. Oh, yeah. He they was going out point, there yeah. to finish, and hey, if he got caught, he got caught himself, but he was going out there to end it, not, those you are know. The best and guys to watch. You watch his fights, win or lose, man, they were exciting. Yeah. And I'll... I was in the corner, and I was like, oh, my God. I just, <laughs> you know, just forget you're, you know, you're watching. Yeah. So. yeah. Dude, those are the best ones to watch, like the Gotti War type of stuff. Where they're not out there to outpoint you, they're out there to bang. Yeah, you know? yeah, he's a rarity. There's other people that tend to play more the sporty end of it, and that's just that's their personality. So mm-hmm. be it, whatever. Yeah, you know. So okay, Josh. So when you started coming in, you said it was like 2015. You would watch like Spike and all that stuff. Did you go? Did you have any training before you came in here, or was here the first place? No, nothing today. The uh, rather, uh, this Dude, is the first place that I ever trained at. Yeah, I would like. We've talked about it so many times on the show, Rich, the before and afters. Mm-hmm. Like, I remember when Josh, like, you had your long hair. Right? You, yeah. You yeah. You yeah. would, dude. Yeah. You know, it's just big, but yeah, like a creatine mass gainer shake. Just, just, just yeah, some yeah, big, little... chubby metal dude. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Every, just a chubby hey, metal guy. Sleep on stuff that soft. Everybody. <laughs> but that's, dude, that's how it's everybody. All chiseled is. up. Oh, yeah, yeah dude. Like a freaking board of wood over here. They had a munchkin and good. Yeah. <laughs> Saturday. Hey, I, get, I, I do the same thing every Saturday. Five munchkins, half a bagel with cream cheese. Yeah. Good to go. Really? Yeah, when I'm here because I get here and I'm always fasted. And then I just, I know there's always going to be Something that. There, and then right? I'm going to work out afterwards. So I don't care. What you got to do it. Some of the kids do. They take the bagel with the cream cheese and then they put munchkins on it. No, they're just getting a little. <laughs> These kids are geniuses. Oh, yeah. They're genius. We had, Very good. I tried it. We had a guy on the show <laughs> the other day who said when he was depressed, what his move was he would get uh, Oreos, a jar of peanut butter, and a bag of M&M's, and he would scoop the Oreo and the peanut butter and dip it in the M&M's and then eat it. Yeah, and I was yeah. like, bro. He's, <laughs> all, he's also 6'8", you know, yeah. around 300 pounds. So he could, he, yeah, that he was put his, it away. Yeah, he was. <laughs> yeah. He had room to. Stay. It almost sounds like a freaking menopause moment. Yeah, <laughs> you know, you need your chocolates. <laughs> put it in your feelings. Yeah, how about it? <laughs> yeah. Mom, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So okay, so but I when I remember when I first started coming here, I had this idea of like everyone, you know, like and I, we've seen it a million times. Everyone when they first start coming here, there's like two different things. Like they they want to be respectful and like mindful of like things. But they're also thinking like they got to come in here and be top dog. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Where it's like that's the wrong attitude to have to come in when you came in, right? Like, I remember when I first came in, my whole idea was like I just want to like embrace the learning part of it and yeah. look good doing it. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? And I remember, I remember Rich was like when he first saw me, he's like, he's like, what are you throwing? You know? <laughs> like I was like, uh, you know, some things. And he's like, all right. But then when you first started coming in here, what was your first thoughts of like how to behave? Like, what were you thinking? Do you remember? Uh, dude, you're coming up with eight years, man. God, I remember him being very nervous. Yeah. Yep. Very, oh, that's everybody. Very like nervous and herky jerky. And yeah, then you had Dan yeah. who was very uh, like, what? Yeah the hell <laughs> yep. no. i yep. would love that when dan would roast people on their i was like he had I'm, no patience no he was not that guy that could deal with everybody yeah nope i'm yeah. not i'm not even gonna help him yeah <laughs> he'd, give, he'd give him like twice and then he's oh, yeah. like i'm moving on yeah. i'm not dealing with your bullshit yeah but 
So when you first came in, what was your thoughts like? Because it, it is intimidating. It is intimidating. The first oh yeah, time it was you just come real in. stiff. Yeah. Um, it took me a while to get out of that too. That's um, everybody. And uh, I got beat out of them. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that shit gets beat it, out of you. For it, sure. it did. Like literally, it did. I like uh, um, but at the yeah, at the same time, I was just real stiff. And I remember I would come in, even like filling out the paperwork and stuff. Like I like missed stuff, and I'm like, I don't know what the fuck I'm doing here. Like, yeah. What am I doing here? Yeah, you know what I mean? <laughs> and I can, I knew he knew right away. It was just like. He wants to do this. I don't know why. <laughs> I can't tell why he's here, but he's here for a reason. You know what I mean? And even I remember even in training, like when I had my first fight coming up, people were like, do you want to do this? And I'm like, yeah, I want to do this. But it wouldn't show because it was just like you're so in your head. I was so in my head. And yeah, like the other there. thing, too, it's just like I couldn't like um, I couldn't get past like a mental block for a yeah. while. But like like I wanted to walk this line of being confident and knowing like what I wanted to do, following my training, like doing what Dan tells me, expressing myself, whatever. Right. And just not be a jerk off, but at the same time, like have that grit to where like, be like, okay, if you hit him hard, he's going to fucking hit you. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like yeah. you want to be confident, but not cocky. Yeah. Like I, I yeah. Like, and not to be a punching bag for anybody. And then at the same time, like not be a jerk off. Like yeah. I still find it like, where do you like walk yeah. that line is hard. You know what I mean? Yeah. But at the end of the day, like this is about training and especially because I'm interested in training people who want to fight, like, you know, it's a hard life, man. So you got to prepare hard. Oh, know? that Spartan lifestyle. You have no idea what it's like until you do it. Yeah. It is. And it is, I mean, mm. it's a miserable existence at times. <laughs> it's the yeah. camp part of it. Oh, like, the preparing. camp is, yes, camp is and the it should worst. Be. Yeah. You're there to showcase your yeah. skills. The yeah. fight shouldn't be the hardest part. The no. fight it should be the training. You and Harry, that was your saying. The fight's the night off. Yeah. Oh, that's yeah. your night off is the fight night. Yeah. You're out there to show. You're out but, there to show. Enjoy yourself. You put the work in, and you don't have to worry about all that stuff. Yeah, mm, yeah. You know, if you're not putting the work in, they're the guys that are, they're, you know, and trips. And, oh, you just wrap my hands. Can you stop? I got to go use the bathroom again. Yeah, yeah. Okay, buddy. Yeah. You know what I mean? You're yeah. just a nervous wreck, and yeah. now his bowels are going nuts. Yeah. You know. Yeah. So that's. I mean, it, you know, it is what it is. That yeah. stuff. That stuff. It takes like that's one thing where it's really rare someone walks in and they're into that. Like the experience plays a big part of mm. that. Oh, of yeah. like being mm. being involved but rich when you when you see like people come in the gym i don't know if i can pick them out now josh i don't know if you can but do you see like people that come in like all right they're lifers like they're they're in here for the long haul like they're gonna be here for a while like did you think that when we first came in or were you just like look at these fucking stewnods you know <laughs> yeah i'm now yeah i was just like yeah but probably because we were young, yeah. goofballs. Once somebody passes about three years, and I go, okay, they're going to be around for a long, long. Yeah. Like usually that three year. Yeah. So depending on the the person, their background, you know, you're going one to three years. Yeah. There's other people have come in. I've said three months. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, have you been wrong before? Where it's like, I have been. Okay. I have been rare. It's, it's rare. Yeah. But I've been wrong. Yeah, um, you can tell those people that are done as soon as their contracts is up. You know what I mean? Oh yeah, oh, yeah. look, you, you mm. look when you're trying, you're constantly motivating them, and they're coming up with excuses. Yep, I sprained my toe. Dude. I hurt mm. my finger. Mm. Like, I don't know. Anybody see my fingers? Yeah, like, mm. <laughs> you know what I mean. They're you train not hurt. You're gonna if you're gonna train, you're gonna train. I hurt. tape That's them up. The and yeah. I, went, yeah. I found reason. I cut casts off the train. Yeah, mm. whatever injury I had, I remember taking a portion of my toe off yeah mm. and that got sutured back on Jeez. and within a couple days i was back on the mat training and i remember putting my hooks in to move somebody and my and i felt like a pop yeah so one of the stitches had broke one of the sutures mm. and it was actually starting to bleed again uh, i got off the mat i put antiseptic on it i wrapped that fricker back up and i went back out and trained again yeah and there was, I was like you should probably put shoes on i'm like no i'm not wearing shoes mm. i'm gonna get heel hooked all day long yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah so um you know i just dealt with it it yeah. wasn't you know did it throb a little bit afterwards yeah mm. i just i made sure it didn't get infected but I, I i figured out a way to train with it yeah you know they were telling me like oh you gotta wait like four weeks four weeks yeah for this yeah, mm. yeah i didn't yeah. even wait that long with my broken hands yeah mm. yeah Shove off. you know i actually had a couple beers when we cut that off yeah yeah, right, 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 yeah. 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 it um, heals it heals you know like mm. coming back strong it's all about how i can get out and get training i thought if i wasn't training other people were yeah also do you get that feeling too of like like I like like later in the day when you're like, you know what? I feel like lighter on your feet. You're kind of like mentally stronger. Like when you miss training, it affects you mentally as much. Yeah. As you have yeah. a shit day, man. Yeah. It's like, um, yeah, like, especially you just feel like you copped out or something, especially when I'd be trained all the time and I was trying to get better. I was here every day or whatever. I just, I felt like, you know, like that, 
that little like one to two percent you're like at least i went and did something it gives you that little yep. boost like for the next session you know yeah. what i mean even if it's just like that one percent you know yeah. what i mean that it's consistency yeah you more people tend to figure out ways not to train oh i'm just burnt oh mm-hmm. i have the, the dumbest injuries i get mm-hmm. Yeah, the dumbest injuries. I know a finger injury hurts or a toe. Yeah, mm-hmm. it, it's it sucks. It, get through it. it up and yeah. go. Yeah, yeah especially to with... me, it's not a serious injury. Mm-hmm. I've seen people have serious injuries and still be back on the mat in a week or two yeah. with a serious injury. Oh yeah, life threatening. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah. So you no. know, I'm with you. You know those people too. Of like, how many times also, and I'm sure you've heard it more, and I know we've heard it a bunch. Talked about it where like you. You know, at first, when I first started doing this and competing, like, yeah, I'd kind of tell people. Mm-hmm. But after a while, I don't want to fuck tell anybody. Yeah. No, I don't want to yeah. tell anybody that I do this. If it mm-hmm. comes up, I try to pass it off. Oh, yeah. Like, you don't want to bring it up. Before, you're like, yeah, I'm this. Like, you use that as a piece of your identity. But mm-hmm. now I'm like, this is the last thing I oh, want to talk about. And you get guys going out to the bar. Oh, yeah. Like, dude, I don't want to and then they're that. sitting down and they're telling everybody and yeah. They're yeah. talking about it. Yeah. They're usually the person that's not really training that No, much. I was going to say for sure that dude sucks they're all yeah, cool. they're, they're talking yeah. the game they're, they're people that are doing it aren't really talking about they don't want to so that because you you're live it all the yeah. you live it exactly. I was gonna say yeah you're i would if for me if we go out and watch fights on saturday night i was already at the gym for four or five hours that morning i just want to watch the fights because they're going to be exciting and i want to watch them but at the same time like I want to go watch the fights to see them and then really just go home and go to bed. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. You're so tired. You're talking about it. Yeah. yeah. When you're yeah. getting up early and training and like doing all that, like, yeah, you're not out to party and all like, that's mm. all that, those people are so full. And then also you have the Johnny jerk off. That's like, Oh, you box or oh, you fight or oh, whatever. And you're like, yeah, bro, you're shut your, look, mouth. there's somebody yeah. for him. And they're like, we have a couple here. I mean, they, they're more talking about what they're doing more than doing it. If they oh, yeah. train twice a week, that's big for that. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Um, you know, when you're training, uh, you know, five, six days a week, you're not really, you don't want to talk about it. No. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. I remember people going, you overtrain, Rich. I'm like, what do you mean overtrain? It might be a day where I might not be able to train like this. Yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. I'm getting as much time as I can in. Yeah. You know what I mean? Agreed. And training as often and as, as long as I can. Yeah. As hard as I can. Yeah. Because there might be a time where, who knows, health-wise, you know, I might only be able to train once or twice a week. Yeah. You know? People talk about it, too, about, like, you know, like, losing weight or getting in shape and all these things. It's like, they think it's like a gimmick thing you do for a little bit. It's like, no, if you really want to commit, you, it becomes a lifestyle. Yes, yeah, what you like Like, it's do. your life. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, you if you miss it, you're it, like, messes with your day, right? Yeah. It's, it's your fix. You yeah. got to get your fix. They, they yeah. got to think of excuses on how to train not to get out of training yes mm-hmm. and then they're going to find they're going to have more success yeah. even with striking like a lot of times like with grappling since it's you're on the ground there's so much more posting involved like if something else like it, it's can be i guess like more difficult to supplement your training but striking my oh my right hand hurts i'm not going to train it then keep it on your face and use the other hand yeah <laughs> yeah you have all these other limbs to use or whatever yeah. somebody oh i hurt my toe or whatever then knee them if your foot hurts yeah. yeah you know what i mean like yeah. it's just there's and they're like oh oh that's like actually a good idea i mean yeah, get good at something that. else. Why yeah. do I have to tell you that? Yeah. yeah. I mean, like, you shouldn't just, have to argue for someone. I think people, the, the toe and the finger injuries are always the worst. They, they always complain about it. That's the person that's going to whine and complain about it. Mm. Yes, I get it. It hurts. It's mm. uncomfortable. Mm. It, you can still mm. do stuff. Yeah. There's always something you can do. Yeah. yeah. You know? Yeah. Or like when people are sparring, they're like, oh man, I need like a, a round off. I'm like, why? Did you like you hurt something? Like your nose broken? Where are you bleeding from somewhere? Yeah. And they're like, um, no, uh, just I'm just I'm just really feeling it. I'm like, yeah, that's good. So you can really feel when someone actually really tries to kick your ass to so get in the ring. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, yeah. if you might not have this luxury of being like, oh, I'm out in the street and this person's trying to like hurt me or whatever. Like, I need to take like a break off here. Why don't you train tired or train in like in an elevated state of mind? You know what I mean? Like, yeah. At least that's how I like would look at yeah. it. Like, that's when the best training happens. Yeah, you're absolutely yep. right. I don't know. Yeah, it does take a while to develop like a style and like you're in like, dude, how many times have you thought like, especially early on, you're thinking like, oh, if I change this or if I start doing this, then my game will be like this. And then you're you try it and you're like, I was so goddamn wrong. You know what I mean? Like you have so much trial and error when creating like your own style and your technique Mm -hmm. that it's like you have to go through that, though. But that's part of it. You mentally have to think about your training. And that's when you're into it. You know, you're into it when you're thinking about what you're doing or, or your next training session, how you're going to approach it, what you need to work on. That's how you're going to get better. If you don't, 
you're not going to get better. Agreed. If you're just going through the motions, Agreed. you're not mentally thinking about it, digesting it, you're just not going to get better. And like we said, when it becomes part of your fix, right? Like we, the formula here, I think, and it's a great one. It's like, if you start here, you're starting with classes, right? And mm -hmm. you do classes. Once classes become not enough to get your fix, then you move on to private training. Mm -hmm. And when private training becomes everything, then you can get into a camp. And then when you start getting into a camp, that's when you're ready for fights. Well, you put, you know? Yeah, we'll put you in a group of guys that are at the same level doing the Stable, same yeah. thing. The classes are always going to keep you sharp, keep your basics sharp. Yes. Regardless of what you're doing, grappling or this. Mm -hmm. You know, I've been in classes up in New York. You got multiple world champions. Yeah. In the, in, in, in a, just a normal class. Yeah. You know what I mean? They're not doing any specialized training. But after class, they probably are. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. They're going. They're putting the in the extra. Or doing, mm -hmm. Yeah, they're putting in the extra. Yeah, exactly. absolutely. They did their road work that morning, their calisthenics. And I love the guys that just do the go. I'm just going to do private lessons. You know what I mean? Like, they're better than everybody else. And that's mm -hmm. all they're going to do. Like, there's some people just because of their job, yeah. that's all they can do. And I get right, that. Right, but right. They're right. not talking about competing. Right. Mm -hmm. You're talking about people that are talking about competing. And they're like, yeah, I'm beyond the classes. I don't need their, I need to go over all those fundamentals and basics anymore. Mm -hmm. I got them down. Yeah. You know, they've been training that. for two years. Yeah. And then all they're doing is going, yeah, I'm doing privates like twice a week. That's all I need. Yeah. 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 No. You're yeah. going to fall flat on your face. Absolutely. Yeah, 100%. 100%. Yeah, like yep. The fundamentals are not going to be there for sure. You know, oh, absolutely. Right away. And you need other people too to push you, you know? Oh, absolutely. Mm -hmm. yeah. You know what it is, is they pull themselves in their head. They justified. I'm better than that group. So yeah. I don't need that group. Yeah. I was going, you know how you can equalize things? I can get you really tired and put those people that you think are better than you mm. with you. Mm. And you're going to see how good you really are. Agreed. You know what I mean? Now you're tired. If you're that good, mm. you should, should still be freaking. Yeah. You should be able to whoop them when you're tired. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And, and that changes things. I love yeah. those guys. You get mm. them tired. And then I go, yeah, I'm going to put this guy on your back. Or I'm going to put him on it. Also, they ain't getting out. Mm. I'm exhausted. If you're that good. Mm -hmm. And your 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 technique should be impeccable. You should be, mm -hmm. you should be getting out, no problem at all. Agreed, right? So yeah, you think about more. it; they're kind of just creating like a safe space, yeah. for themselves. Well, that's what it is. They yeah. justified everything in their head yeah. with their whole two and a half years of experience. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah. And you know the name dropping. They you get those. No, resume, they they yeah. you know that's a red flag right there. Yep. They start. Oh yeah, I knew this guy. Oh yeah, I trained with that guy. I did yep. this. I did that. Yep. You know cool. all the. Uh, yeah, <laughs> you know, you know the, the resume looks like an encyclopedia, and you're like, hmm. "How old are you? Like, yeah. what? Yeah, really? Yeah, okay. You you just they create this fantasy land. Mm -hmm. People around them that don't know 100. percent They know they train, buy into it. That feeds that group. Mm -hmm. That ego comes in, and before you know it, they get in over their head. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And that is just yeah. instead of just keeping quiet, just training, but. Mm. Everything's justified through that person. Yeah. You know, I remember yeah. someone saying a long time ago, you can't fix those people. They could get in there, they could be boxed for two years, get in, in the in the ring with Mike Tyson. He puts an ass whooping on them, but they lasted 10 seconds longer than they were supposed to. Mm. It doesn't matter for they justified it. I let I was only supposed to last 10 seconds, I lasted 20. Yeah. They justify yeah, moral victory. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> a moral victory. Yeah. So you can't think like they think. Yeah. And you like you have to have the ability to like look introspectively too, where it's like, hey, I'm not that good at this right now. I yeah. want to be, but I'm not that good at this. I mean, yeah, you're, gonna get, you're gonna get your ass kicked a lot. You're yeah. gonna get a lot of humble pie, Dude. and that should be good. Those yeah. are you know and those I mean? guys end up being like that is the truth where it's like the coal turning into the diamond. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Like, look, like we bring up Dental Bill all yep. the time. Dude. He was one. Josh, you're another man. Yeah. Like when you started here, like I remember, like it's not like you were fucking, you know, Joe shit the rag man, right? Yeah. You were an athlete, but you came yeah. in and like everything was different. And it's so many little steps mm. of like growing here, learning this, thinking you have this figured out and then abandoning that and mm -hmm. starting over and then doing it the right way, yeah. right? Like there's so much of that coming up. People that fall short are the ones that are more, they're arrogant and dumb. And Agreed. that's the worst combination you can have. Agreed, Stupidity yeah. and arrogance. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. You can't fix that. And that's what it is. Whereas if you come in and you're a little nervous, but you're humble, yes, you're mm. going to be fine. Yes. And then you find that fine line between being confident and cocky. Yeah. Mm. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. mm. There's definitely, it's a balancing act, yeah. right? Yeah. You want to be overconfident where you go, I freaking slept on this guy and, and he, he ended up putting an ass whooping on me. Yeah. But yeah. you don't want to also seem weak to where, you know, someone's going to go, oh, yeah, I, I can walk on them. Right. You know what I mean? Right. So there's always that kind of that. 
that fine line yeah. that you yeah. walk. Yeah. Like, yeah. hey, you cross this boundary. I'm I'm gonna put it back on you. You know yeah, what yeah, I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you gotta be the boss. You gotta yeah. learn to yep. be the boss. Yep. That's the truth. So when you were starting up though, Dan was coaching the kickboxing, Dan Schmedberg, shout out, fan yeah, show, listener show. Uh yeah, love Dan. <laughs> um, but when you started, right, like do you remember the progression of like did you have a goal when you very first started of where you wanted to go? And what was that goal and did when did you reach it? So when I first started here, I just uh I just wanted to do everything. I was doing privates with Rich, um, I think like twice a week. And then I was doing all the kickboxing classes and all the gi classes. And I was taking your like class a lot too. Like yeah. I think I was I was literally doing everything I possibly could. I told him, like, he's like, well, what are you looking to do? I'm like, I don't know. I'm just going to do everything. Yep. Yeah. Like, I want to just, I just want to train. Yeah. yeah, I'll figure it out. You find your specialty. So then once we, uh, I started training with Dan, and uh, I always think of this whenever I think of, like, my first time training with Dan. I uh, uh, walked in, and he's like, you're from Muay Thai, and Dan's grumpy Dan. Oh, yeah. And, uh, and, and he's uh, like, let me see it. Let me see what you have. Show yeah. me your stance. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He walks up and he's like, do you do anything before? And I'm like, no. And he's and yeah. <laughs> I, he wasn't, Dan wasn't the best with somebody brand new. Yeah. But like, he was a sunshine. He was a trainer, but he yeah. just, incredible. Incredible. Not yeah. Incredible trainer. Yeah. Incredible. But you're, well, like, I think, but that was also part of his gimmick where patience wasn't in his bag. So he made, forced you to get it right. Yeah. You don't want to be yelled at. Yeah. So, and like, yeah. um, I just had like a thing where it's, um, when training, like with him, especially like he got it out of me to where I would show up here. I'd listen to what he would do. And I just didn't want to disappoint him. Yeah. You yeah. know what I mean? Oh yeah. I didn't want to disappoint Big him. Time. And like, um, I think I knew that I was really, um, fighting, like literally fighting to like, not for Dan's like attention. Like it wasn't like that. It was more for Dan's respect for him to put his time into me. Correct. And like, it came to a point where I was, you know, I was paying Dan for lessons. I always did pay, like whatever he wanted. You know, if he told me I wouldn't care, I just paid him whatever he wanted. Yeah. And then one day I asked him, I'd like, Hey, you want to work this Saturday? I went to go hand him money. And he was just like, I'll see you on Saturday. And Dan never ever charged me for pad work again. Like after that, you know, so what he I mean? earned like, his respect. And yeah, look, yeah. Dan, if he didn't, if you were paying him or not, if he felt like he's putting time into you, he's giving you the info, so much, mm. and you're not getting better, mm. he'd be like, you know, something. I, I can't work with you anymore. Mm. It didn't matter. The money didn't matter. No, the money. It wasn't about no, the money. The it was crap. about are you getting better? I'm putting mm. time into you. If you're not showing that effort mm. and giving me that respect, I'm putting time into you. Even though you're paying me, I'm putting extra time into you. Yes. Too. Mm -hmm. like it's not like it's an hour session yeah. they could be an hour and 15 hour yeah. and a half yeah and mm -hmm. i do it the same with white people but if i feel like you're not get getting better yeah. it's not about the money at that point mm -hmm. yeah. it's about you're not respecting what i'm showing you and Correct. you're not drilling it you're mm -hmm. not moving forward i i'm gonna get somebody that my time's valuable i'm gonna get somebody that wants that time and respects that time you taught me that that was a big lesson i had to learn where i was giving out privates willy-nilly and like you know they would be like whatever but you were like you have to respect your time if mm -hmm. this person isn't willing to commit to you do not commit to them yeah because yep. that's not fair not fair to either of you nope but and especially not fair to you it's it, it's it's you both have to commit mm -hmm. and that's what i tell people when when they talk about even coming here like why do you have contracts and i said because if you're not willing to commit mm -hmm. why should we commit to you yeah, yeah. There yeah. has to be some type of commitment on both ends, yeah. and then you're gonna you're gonna move ahead. Yeah. But without that, you can only be the new guy for so long. For sure, you're six months down the road, you can't be like, "Oh, I'm still the new guy." No, you're not. You're here six months. Yeah, you should be at this level yes. within six months of your training three times a week, right? Yes. And yes. if you're not, well, yeah. you can't. Who I would be, I wouldn't want to be have you as a, a partner. No, you know what I mean. So no. I have somebody brand new coming in. You're going to be with the brand new guy, yeah. and then they feel like they should be with the guy that's been training for two years, mm. even though they've been training for six months and once a week. Yeah. yeah. So that's where I kind of start justifying things. Yeah. Oh, big time. I, I don't want that person in here because oh, yeah. I wouldn't want to have to be their partner. Yeah. yeah. You know, they need to commit mm. and put the time in, like they said they were going to. Look, once you hit a certain level and you have that foundation. Yeah, that's something different, mm -hmm. you know. But that takes two to three years. Yes, mm -hmm. of, of yeah. tr consistent training. Oh yeah, yeah. Then hey, look, you're getting in once a week, but you still have that foundation. I can put you with anybody. You can partner up with anybody. You can work with anybody at that point, right? Yeah. You yeah. have a good solid base. Yeah, you yeah. might lack a little bit your cardio time might be off, but regardless, a little than that, a week or two back mm -hmm. in the saddle, and you're back where you're at. Yeah, but you can't do that your first year or two training. No, no. you know, no. Yeah. Plus, I mean. 
you're not you know you're absolutely right and like i'm like the other thing is too and i i've fallen victim to this where people come in and they try to be like your buddy right away and you're like dude you don't get like i'm not gonna be your buddy till you earn it you know i thought about this shit the other night and i don't remember what it was that triggered my brain but there was some kid that came in and he was like um I like a wannabe type of YouTube guy, something like that. Like, and this was earlier on. I remember maybe like 16, 17. I don't think I'd had my first fight yet. Okay. And uh, you were training this kid, took the boxing class. <laughs> you punked this kid out like so subtly. You were standing on the edge of the ring over here. And this kid comes up. And he's like, hey, man, like that class was great. Like, and, but it's like overdone, like kind of thing. And I'm like, almost like he's acting like he's on on camera or something. Yeah. And I look and he's like standing there like like this, like taking a video of himself. And you're like, all right, man. Yeah, cool. Like, thanks. Like, you know, you're just being you. Like, whatever. I'm going to go hit the bag or something. And, like, the kid is standing. He's like, yo, can I, like, let me get a selfie with you real quick. And you're like, what? (laughs) (laughs) He just, like, looked at the kid. And the kid's like, yeah, let me get a selfie. You're like, first night, bro? And it was just, like, it was almost like, like, like kissing a girl on the first date or something. You know what I mean? (laughs) That kind of, like, thing of, like, yo, like, it's not like that. And you, like, remember you were just, like, no. And you just kind of walked away from the kid. And the kid was, like, all dumbfounded because I guess everybody plays nice. Never came back in, right? Nope. Never saw him again. Yep. But yep. it was just, I don't know. I didn't mean to that... scare him away, but no, it's like, no, bro, you it's your first night. No. Fuck off. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, I'll be good to you. Like, I'll train you as much as you want, but you got to earn the buddy-buddy thing. Like, yeah. like time investment. Like, yeah. if you look at a guy, too, like we were talking about Big Greg, mm-hmm. right? Greg Wilco. I'll invest all the time into that son yeah. of a bitch because he's, he's he here. Works. Yeah, he'll, yeah. He'll he works. Say anything. He's already. He's, yeah. he's working. Like, first one here, last one to leave. Yes. Mm-hmm. And you, you can't ask for anything more than that. Dude. No. Great attitude. Great attitude. Oh, yeah. Nice with everybody that comes in. Yeah. But the guy Train, that like, trains like a son of a bitch. Doing the selfie right from the get-go and everything. He's showboating. Yeah. yeah. Agreed. Not... Agreed. I was like, you don't want to be in here for, for nah. you know, like nah. you, yeah. It's, yeah. A, it's a journey that you come on in here and you want to end the journey like before you start. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm not Fuck putting you. like my stamp of approval on like, hey, this kid's cool. Look at this guy's yeah. shit that it's on Get Instagram. Like, I approve this. Yeah. And then I mean, go down to another gym yeah. to do that. But it's yeah. also like the gym's name is involved in that as yeah. well. Like, right? hey, we representate, we're representatives of this place. Even nope. if we leave here. That'll be the guy that five years down the road, his buddy comes, like, yeah, my friend trained with Dude. you. So and so you know him. And I'm yes. like, yeah. No, I have no idea. Never. I doesn't even ring a bell. Yeah. He said he boxed with you, or you know, did jujitsu or or kickboxing. Okay. Like I have no idea who you're talking about. Yeah. And I pretty much I know who my students are yeah. or who they were. Yeah. If yeah. they if they were with me a decent amount of time, you know, and then you start, you know, and then they'll, they'll come back to me and go like, oh yeah, yeah. He said he only trained for a week. Yeah, like, yeah, 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 yeah. No shit. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. no, that's so so right. My, all right, so Rich had to take off, so me and Josh are going to finish up here. So, Josh, you're coming in. Uh, I remember we talked about this earlier. One of my first goals when I started here is that, like, you see the people training you. Mm-hmm. That's a goal. Like, you eventually want to be on that level, mm-hmm. right? And I remember the first time Rich asked me asked me to take over class, I was like, it, it, like you you said it too, honored. I was like, oh, yeah, God, yeah, dude, of course. <laughs> so do you remember, oh, yeah, yeah do you, did you have that goal and do you remember that time? Yeah, I remember uh, big time the first time that Dan had asked me to cover class for him. Uh, he slick brought it up too because Dan knew how much that would mean to me. You know, right, what I mean, like, right. like you know, he didn't really feed into a lot of that. He was very subtle about that. Like when you even just getting any props from Dan was always a, a subtle thing. You know, made you uh, want it even more though. Yeah. So like, um, but it couldn't be this like attention seeking like like uh, like daddy syndrome kind of shit. You know, what I mean, it had to you had to come like like respect like it's about the the, the sport you know right, this is about craft. being better and about, about the sport it's yeah. not about like um like fixing your life necessarily whatever you do that shit on your own you know yeah um but yeah when he asked me to to uh to teach class man that uh that one it blew me away because i was like wow like i guess that i've become that educated enough you know yeah. what i mean like uh and if he sees me that way then like mm-hmm. other people must see me that way too sure. you know what i mean because true uh, he wouldn't put that confidence in you unless yeah. he thought you were able to. Agreed. Mm-hmm. I do the same thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I would do the same thing. When you, and then right after that, right, when you started teaching classes, were you doing privates at the time or did you start to do privates no. after that? Oh, no. Like me personally doing No, 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 no. Like oh. doing privates with Dan. Oh, like yeah. Dan's, been, yeah. Okay. Yeah, oh, so training. you had already been doing privates. So Big he time, knew. Yeah. He yeah. knew like you had been ready. Yeah. And he was ready to pass the torch because no one was yeah. Fucking beer on Saturday. <laughs> dude, I remember when I had, dude, my schedule before, right? Like, dude, I did this for years. Mm-hmm. It was Tuesday, 10 a, or so Monday night, right? Mm-hmm. 7 to 8. 
Tuesday, 10 a.m. to 11 was the class. Wednesday, it was 7 to 8, right? Thursday, 10 to 11. And then I had Saturday morning class, which was at like 1040, 10.30 or something, mm-hmm. right? That, that was my schedule. And I, dude, I did that probably for like six years, Yeah, right? And it fucking sucked. <laughs> but I was also, I was working nights mostly. Mm-hmm. So like I couldn't do, I think Thursday nights was the only night I couldn't do. But I would mm-hmm. do, I would teach, or, or sorry, yeah. I teach Monday and Wednesday. And then we would have, we used to have sparring on Friday nights. So I was literally like always here. And yeah. I did that for years, dude. Yeah, Years. I mean, my schedule at this point is basically just teaching wise and like lessons. Um, Monday night, I have like a five, six, and a seven. Tuesday, four thirty, five thirty, and then both classes. Wednesday, uh, probably a five, six, and seven again. Thursday, uh, five thirty, and then uh, class. Friday nights, I do pads, and then I hit pads myself. Saturday, eight thirty until one o'clock when kickboxing's over. So I have all privates and then yeah so but hey man like you have to do this if you want to get better at it like mm-hmm. being a trainer is a skill too like oh, big they're time. like they're great fighters or like shit trainers though oh, you know what i mean like um yeah and like that's no like knock on them it just doesn't work you know what yeah. i mean or like they don't have the patience or like just a certain mindset need, or, or like, they care, also, yeah you know? and like you do need to care like you do need to care about teaching people the right way because any joe shit the ragman can hold mitts and make it look good like yeah. i've seen like personal trainers that don't know anything like mm. holding mitts and people punching it fast i'm like dude that looks awful yeah it looks awful right yeah. so like you really need to work on the craft and like be patient with people also and i remember talking about jr with it, talking to jr about this how much more did you learn when you started teaching right uh, my game went through the through when i started teaching roof big time like because the other thing too is like i really started to think of right away like when i took over when dan like handed handed the program to me yeah um was like I can never hit the bag like shit again. No. I can't hit the bag like shit. Bro, you are on such, like, you are on such a pedestal that everything you have to do is crisp. And every, like, especially Mm -hmm. for early on, like, I remember when I started teaching early on, everyone questions you. Mm -hmm. So, like, I was constantly thinking of, like, all right, if I show this, people are going to ask this, this, and this, Mm -hmm. and what are my answers to this, right? And, like, you do build your encyclopedia of knowledge off of that, like, Mm -hmm. off of people's questions and, like, what they show you and what they ask and everything like that. Mm -hmm. But it is, like, I'm with you, where it's, like, people will question you, but you do need, like, you are thinking of, like, this, but you're on such a pedestal of, like, all right, you got it. And I remember I told you when you Mm -hmm. first started, I was, like, you have to be the alpha of the class, right? Like, you you have to set a tone. You don't need to be Johnny and Hard Nuts, right? No. And my my style and yours as well is, like, if someone, say if we're doing, like, a cow and it's push-ups for a minute and the person stops doing push-ups for like seven seconds left you question their strength of like bro it was seven seconds yeah like you couldn't have held out for seven seconds yeah. you're not that tough like get mentally stronger and i think yeah. that's the type of teaching in this in this sport at least where that's where you see real growth when you're telling them like to question your own toughness question your own mental stability yeah. right because it's like i can't you have to do it i can't do it for you yeah. i can show you but yeah. i can't do it for you oh yeah i mean teaching is very much leading them lead them to the water not yes. you can't force them to drink though you know so what I mean? much. Like, bring the horse to water man but you can't force it to drink and that's the main thing with training like and how i describe like what i'm training people especially when i've been putting the pressure on some of these younger dudes that you know wanted to fight and stuff or have been asking me like i want to fight i want to fight i want to fight I'm like okay put that off for like a year and we'll see how you feel like literally that's exactly what i did because i needed more time myself to make sure that i'm gonna have the security going forward so, right you know what i mean like right. that i've got everything set up the way that i want it yeah um and like what i saw like and what did work and what didn't work and what failed like in the gym as far as like gaining confidence or whatever whatever you're working on you know what i mean so like i wanted to set myself up correctly too and then see how badly some of these kids really want it yeah um because fighting's no joke you see it in here i see like you know sparring sessions online of other gyms where they're getting these kids ready for fights and stuff like that and um Fighting is fighting. Uh, Some of these people getting involved in this nowadays, like, it's just like, you got to remember, even on an amateur level, you know what I mean? There's killers out there. You're going to rip your head off, dude. Especially, uh, like, MMA, there's a million one ways to win. Um, So that becomes a different thing. But if you're just talk just striking sports or whatever, like... Kickboxing, boxing. Yeah, Yeah. there's... Yeah, kickboxing, boxing, full rules, Muay Thai. Like, Mm -hmm. um, there's, like, you you can't make anything else happen except staying on your feet and figuring it out. I mean, yeah. it, it like striking is a dangerous end of things. So if you're going to be like, um, 
if you're going to have that mindset, like, Hey, like I want to fight and it'd be like, okay, like it should be, Hey, I want to kick this dude's ass. You Correct. know what I mean? And it has Correct. to be that way. Like there can't be any, like, you, there can't I, be any softness in that. Like you've got to like, you've got to be ready to rip. It dude. took me a while to develop this like type of mindset where you're in there, right? You need to think like you're an assassin and you want to hurt someone. Like you want to, you need to like, and I'm, you know, I don't mean to be crass, but you need to almost like get your rocks off on hurting someone. Like yeah. you need to embrace the pain and like mm-hmm. you kind of need to like pain in a way as well. Yeah. Like I kind of, I don't mind it, you know, like, so, you know, knock on wood, like it's been a while, but like, you know, yeah. if you can work, then you're like, all right, hey, man. Like, if you get a hit or something, you're like, yeah. you take it, but you want to give it, like, it just turns something on mm-hmm. that makes it want to give it back more. And that's something like you, like, you can have a little bit of that, but you need to almost sharpen that. Yeah. Where it's like, before you're just swinging because you want to hit something and do whatever. Yeah. But now it's like, you want to mentally pick someone apart with your stuff and like mm-hmm. set up this and set up that. Mm-hmm. Right. And it becomes more of like a chess match of pain. Mm-hmm. Right. Is that kind of the thought you're at? Yeah, especially for me, um, having good examples, you know, we mentioned Dave in the beginning. Yeah. Um, I, I mean, everybody knows that he, he, uh, he, he's real high up in my book and, um, should be, um, I like, you know, and I'm in full honesty, I probably wouldn't be the same person I am today. Had I not been training with him yeah. and like, um, that's a hundred percent real. Um, yeah. and, uh, I don't even know if he'd give a shit about that, but he uh, does, he, <laughs> he comes off as. You know the silent, strong yeah. silent, but he cares. No, he's got, Dave's he's, cornered he's me t- for every one of my fights, man. Like he's always been there for me. But I mean, I hold him in a real high regard, like that. I mean, he's like, a total teammate, man. Yeah, he's a total teammate. Yeah. But from what we like, we might joke around about him being client, but he's a total teammate and he's uh-huh. a like, locker room guy for sure. Oh yeah, for you sure. Know? And uh, yeah, it just um, him being the size that he is, not a big person. You know what I mean? Just it, it, it totally flipped your whole entire like. I'm six feet tall, like type of guy, like type of attitude. You know what I mean? Like you, there's he, uh, train with him definitely just rearranged my whole shit. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> He's a killer, man. And it's like, uh, yeah, I mean, I do have him to thank a lot for, um, the example that like he gave me and him and Dan, like together were a really great team and working with you too, as far as like, um, you were always like a good big up for me. Like if I was feeling down and me, we would hit mitts. I just always felt so much better. Like, it's not that you gave it to me like sideways or anything, or you lied to me about anything. You just made me realize like, you, you are like good at this. You know what I mean? Like Dan and Dave were like a a hardening aspect for me. Like Dan was really hard to deal with as far as like, you need to get this shit right. Like now, or I'm not going to pay attention to you. And Dave would just be like, if you don't fucking keep your hands up, I'm going to hit you real fucking hard. So you remember to keep your hands up. You know what I mean? And like, But working with you was like a, a different level where it was like, you need to be hard to deal with me. You know what I mean? You got to you got to put your mind in like you. I want to see like your whole commitment. But like, I know I can see it in you. So it's like the balance of like the three of you guys always just really like that. Yeah, I couldn't ask for anything more. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Appreciate and like, that. um, yeah, just like um, the true level of professionalism too that Dave like brought to the table. It's just everyone says the same thing about him. I've seen other people like. I make comments on Instagram or something about him or whatever. There'll be a picture with him and someone will say like, this was years ago, but somebody posted a picture. I don't know if it was the gym or whatever. And just some random dude said something like, oh man, dude was a savage. You know what I mean? And just like, everybody said the same thing about him. Like, yeah, that dude is, Still a is. you know Still what I mean? Is. Oh yeah. And just like, you know, um, I haven't seen him put gloves on a long time, but I'm sure he'd handle everybody if he, it, if he it's, did. <laughs> it's, yeah, no, he and and you get to a point where like that's where you want to be. But those are the guys you chase, and like you'll be chasing forever in a way because it's the idea of him, yeah. like the idea of being that type of fighter is what you chase. And you're there, man. You're on that level. I've seen it, mm-hmm. and you've been doing great things. But let's talk about your first fight, right? Okay. So, how old were you? What year did it happen? And what was your mental state going into that? I was 26. Did I card Eddie? On, no, that was like your third fight, I think. When uh, I, Hamburg I night where we both won. Yeah, when yeah I yeah, cornered for Eddie. Was my third or fourth one? Okay. Third or fourth fight? Yeah. Um, I yeah Hamburg. Mm-hmm. Um, but this my first one was just at like a high school gym in Pottstown. Okay. Uh, this mom and pop into there, like, man. Dude, like boys clubs, yeah. high school gyms. Yeah. Oh my god, dude. So like it just like. It I was thought, like total high school. You just walk back there and it just smelled like BO uh, and Axe and like bro. leather from I don't know, your gear and stuff. And yeah. everybody's back there. Yeah. Uh, funny story. Did you have to share the same locker room as the guy you were fighting? Or no, I did. Oh, they had two separate God. ones. Yeah. That is the most awkward yeah, thing. Yeah, that was my last fight. We're all just in this big room. And <laughs> yeah. Like this weird like section wall down the middle. Like, and they're just like warming up on one side. Yeah. And like everybody's poking through the thing. Like, yeah. Oh, yeah, dude. Oh, yeah. <laughs> dude, that, that dude uh, at the casino, that's how they'd set it up. You don't get a room. 
they just have like a piece of cloth in between, yeah just like, a big oh, room yeah f- like a yeah like an expo room or something like that and they just put a thing down the middle and some whatever yeah but uh my first one no so i'd never cut weight before in my whole entire life didn't know like anything about that really worse and dan was like how's your weight and i'm like it's this and he's like you need to weigh less i'm like all right i'll figure it out <laughs> like uh so i remember um just layering up and sweating like i think it just went i can't remember now i don't know if i came in here and hit the bag or something yeah. or what like i don't know remember i was having a lot of nerves like i was really nervous oh for and, sure um, for sure you beat like the toughest thing about the fight is not in, in my mind at least for me was not beating myself mentally before it oh dude i'm always i've never fought anybody else in there more than i fought myself and oh. that's 100 percent. Dude, real. i like, remember like i'd won a fight Right. But I was so upset afterwards because I had people there and I wanted to knock them out Mm. and I didn't. But I won the fight. Mm. But I looked like I had lost because I was so upset with myself mentally where it's like, don't be so stupid. Mm. Right. Go out like a win is a win. You you win, you win. But if you don't knock the guy out, it's not the end of the world. No, you know, I mean, if you won, you won, especially like the main thing, I think, even with um, with training with Dan or whatever, is like even if you lose. If you look like you could have won, then like not saying, oh, it's like a moral victory. But Dan, Dan shit was pretty. Mm-hmm. And Eric, his trainer before that, Eric shit was really pretty. You know what I mean? And like, like you want it to be aggressive. Like it's Muay Thai. It's kickboxing. It's a, it's like it's a dick measuring contest right here in front of each other. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's like yeah. literally what it is. Yeah. Um, But like um you should look graceful while you do it yeah 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 <laughs> you know what i mean it's just like like boxing is real pretty too and it depends like some of those some of those fights like boxing fights boxing fights i feel like can go either way whereas a like kickboxing and muay thai is like just so brutal like with the stand like right in front yeah and, you know especially yeah. like um, just trading you're yeah. just trading yeah and then like um there's something so beautiful about that too. I agree. like in, in in retrospect you know what i mean I agree. um i mean so many people would watch and they'd be like what the fuck are you talking about <laughs> but, uh yeah like um yeah so you wanted to you wanted to look good you wanted to make a good representation of yourself uh dan was never psyched on the people that um looked like shit but won no. he was not like about that you know what i mean um yeah. but like um yeah i mean that that was the biggest thing for me it's just i always wanted to look decent no matter what so even going into my first fight um which this sucked too. I remember going to another mental thing is they had me as own one and I'd never made a fight yet. They stopped the thing in the beginning no. and they put me as like, I should have been oh and oh. And they put me like oh and one. And my dickhead training partner, Joe Cole, shout out, looks at me and goes, Hopefully that's not a premonition. Yeah. And it's like giggles about him, like looks at me in the face. I remember Dan and I turning and looking at him and he just got up and left. But like uh yeah, I didn't end up losing that fight. Uh, I was whooping that kid's ass for like two and a half rounds. Um and then waited the last 30 seconds, got tired, big adrenaline dumped in the last thing, backing up, crossing up my feet. Kid stepped in with a big right hand and got me. They stopped the fight because of it. I mean, I got right up and made the count and stuff, but I didn't put my hands on my face. So the ref like was just like, oh, he must be banged up, you know. Suck dicks, man. Yeah, I mean, it was it was. I don't think Dan was uh Dan was upset about it, but at the same time, we went right in the locker room. Remember, Dan was cutting my gloves off. And he's like, you won that fight. Yeah. He was like, the ref gave him that fight. He's like, you would have finished that fight. You were 20 seconds away from it. I know exactly what happened. You had your hands down and you kept nudging. I'm like, I'm good. I'm good. He's telling you to put your hands on your face. But he's like, you're looking right through him at the kid in the corner. You're just like, I just need to get the, like, finish the job like, yeah. right there. Yeah. And, um, yeah, it was what it was, man. You know what I mean? Dude, um, but that's why you, that's the, like, that's the experience part of fighting, mm-hmm. like, in the amateurs. Like, you need experiences like that. Mm-hmm. I remember one time I had a fight where in the first round, I knocked the kid through the ropes, right? With the head body two, mm-hmm. right? Head body two, knocked him through the ropes, but didn't finish him, mm-hmm. right? And then they ended up, I I ended up losing that. And Rich told me is the reason I lost that, even though I, I destroyed the kid. Like, I won the fight. There was no question. Yeah. Right? And they said they did that to me as part of a punishment because I should have finished him in the first round. Right. And I was like, they can do that. And he's like, oh, yeah, USA boxing sucks. You yeah. Know? Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, I totally, I do. Yeah. I remember like, like, I yeah. Amateur I totally, boxing is rough. Oh, it's the worst. Yeah. And so um, corrupt. Especially when you like, when you come from an MMA gym, those like, nobody wants to get boxed up by a guy from an MMA gym, dude. You know what I mean? So it's like, it happens. But I remember Rich telling me about that, how hard it was to like get Jordan and guys amateur boxing fights right no, in the beginning. Awful. Yeah, to try, like, try to get you to take them seriously. They found they you hate us, an too. MMA gym. Yeah, they, they hated hate us. They yeah. hated us. Like, yeah, yeah. we like, USA Boxing, absolutely. Like, I would, like, when Harry, because they didn't like Harry either, mm-hmm. but, but they couldn't do anything because Harry was like the biggest star, boxing star in the area. Yeah. Right. So like when we, Showtime and stuff back then. Oh, HBO, yeah. Showtime. He fought on all, man. Yeah. He was, dude, he, he was a major title holder. Yeah. So, but either way, 
Like they would, he like they couldn't do much because he'd be like, "Shut up," you know what I mean? Yeah. Like because it's Harry, yeah, right. But like even afterwards, like when I would corner for people and they'd still hold it against us, like they did not like. So I would dude, sometimes I'd be like, "Damn, I should just put another gym name on here," you know what yeah, I mean? Right. But like Lavelle Boxing, you just sneak it in there, or yeah, something. yeah, yeah. Sure. But yeah. whatever, it happens. So okay, so you you learn from like the first couple fights, right? Mm. And then you know things start getting to training. When did you feel like? Because I remember when I felt like a mental growth as well as a physical of like, mm. okay, like I think like what you need, like when you like you know like there's the when you first start, you're like pointing people, like you can win on points. But then when you develop like a punch where you know you can drop someone if it lands correctly, mm. right? Like once you start developing that type of style and that type of punch, right? Like mm. your mental game goes up. Do you remember when that happened or that area, like that you came into that area of your training? Um, I remember I started just watching a lot of film in the beginning. I was just watching film. Like, yeah. what are these guys like? Because I come from playing music. So I would always like, basically in a way I was studying film when I would watch like technique videos yeah, from guys. For sure. My generation was like great when YouTube started blossoming. Sure. So like everyone was putting like all these guitar videos and stuff on YouTube. And I would sit there every day after school and like, oh, this dude did a how-to on how to play this song or whatever. And I'd sit there and I'd figure out and I'd pick up this dude's technique from this. And I'd be like, oh, I like when this guy does this or like others oh, like this Jimi Hendrix video or whatever. Like I'm not super huge in a classic rock, but like he does some cool shit. So I'm going to watch this guy's breakdown as Jimi Hendrix and just try to pick up little things. And I remember the one time, like, as far as like speaking about like a solid technique, um, I saw this dude, Nikki Holskin. You was, love that guy. You yeah. would bring, you would show me his stuff all the time. Yeah. I remember watching Nikki Holskin fight and I was just like, there's something about like that. That's a different thing. Like right. this, like one, like situational awareness for kickboxing, like with his hands, like his boxing, like, um, awareness in a kickboxing format is some of like the best and the prettiest uh like comment like flowing combinations you've ever seen it's, yeah. and and still insanely effective too like yeah. he's like an assassin yeah um and uh he has the nastiest liver punch like that you've ever seen like in kickboxing you know, like a super nasty liver punch Love and it. like um he would set it up with all these lacy combinations like he would throw like an eight up the middle and then hit the liver and they block it and then just rip a nasty three upstairs follow with the eight again and just be like there's really lacy like dribbling type of combinations you mm -hmm. know what i mean and um i remember i was like dude i want to punch people's livers out like that like that liver shot of his is disgusting like it's yeah. absolutely insane so i remember just coming in here and just Still to this day, if I feel like I'm up Shit's Creek and I'm in over my head or whatever, I'm that's the first thing I go to. I'm gonna rip this dude's liver and get him off of me because I know for a fact if that thing lands, I'm gonna hurt you. Yeah. You know what I mean? So like, yeah. um, yeah, um, that was the biggest thing I think right away. And uh, also my switch kick. There was a couple of things like Dan and I focused on my switch kick a lot in the beginning. Yeah. So uh, there were certain things just um, my lead side initially, um, definitely. And then since then, until I've really developed my straight right hand, that was like um. That, uh, that was always like a unicorn for me. I, my straight right would just always bother me. I could never get it right. And then mm -hmm. eventually I developed that too, which I really, really believe in that now. But I think if I had one solid technique in the beginning, it would be low kicks for sure, low kicks too, and liver punch, which goes together great yeah. too. You know what I mean? So yeah. yeah, liver punches and low kicks were definitely my biggest thing in the beginning where it's like, I don't know what to do right now. Bop, bop, and I yeah. just hit that combo hey, every man. time. We've talked about it all the time where it's like, you know, you can't think about it. You think about it, it's too late, right? Oh, where yeah. it's like, you need your body to react. And when you're in there and you're thinking, what should I do? Throw this, you yeah. know? Yeah. So that's kind of like your thing. So, yeah. okay. Let's talk about this a little bit, though, because we are coming close to the top of time. Okay. I remember when I met my wife, I was still training pretty consistently. Mm -hmm. And I had had it in my mind of maybe taking another fight or doing Olympic trials or something like that. Mm -hmm. Right. And, you know, I was single at the time. So it was a lot easier to train all the time. Yeah. too. you know what I mean? Yeah. So, but, uh, it, it, you know, it, when you get, I remember I got, you know, started dating my wife, she was like, Hey, if you want to be with me, like you, you know, there's some things you had to change, like, you know, no more fighting, get a job in an office, you know, get like 401k benefit, like all that kind of shit, yeah, you know security. what I mean? But she was just like, Hey, I, if I want a family with you, but we can't have a family when you're bartending and fight, you know, like, yeah. it's like, get it from life, you know, <laughs> I was like, you're not wrong. So either way, plus two, like I had had enough, you know, like yeah. I remember the one year I had six fights in one year and it trained me, dude. Oh, it, yeah. it killed me. Yeah. So, but either way, so when for you and we don't have to get too much into it mm -hmm. but your wife i mean she is awesome shout out to her yeah love her she is your rock bro you know but what if what kind of stuff would you say like how is 
being with a woman that fully supports like what you're doing and your commitment to the game, mm-hmm. right? Like how has that helped in, in your, your growth as a kickboxer? Um, big time because um, yeah, like anything else, you know, um, me and her have been through a lot and sure. Um, sure. Uh, I do have a bit of OCD hyperfixation with things that I really get into. Like I have passions. I don't have hobbies. You know what I mean? Yeah, like not um, a bad thing. And I'm not a half in half out, like, or a gray area type of person. Like, right. I don't think anybody would ever say anything about that to me. Like no. I do everything at a hundred percent. And Dan would always like tell people that too. Like, you know what I mean? Like, You're committed. Yeah. Like I, I, and, yeah, I spar the same way. I don't like, you know what I mean? It's just, I'm a heavy spar. Like, you know, I don't mean to hurt people. Like it's not like my, but, thing, you're whatever, training, but, but I'm training, yeah, to, like, you're training to, train. to go. Yeah. yeah. And like, she knows that about me. So she always gets like, you know, when I start to get into something, she'll, uh, she'll give me that look like, Oh no. Like, what you know what I mean? Now? Yeah. Like yeah. I have to watch what I get into because if it's a game or it's a skill that like you have to put time into, but like, like uh, that chase, the chase is like yeah. the biggest thing for me. Yeah. Uh, and she knows that, but um, there have been points where that has gotten in the way of our relationship as far as like, um, like my commitment to stuff like that. Yeah. Um, but uh you know, we've come out on the other side of a lot of things just over time, like people do. And, um, she still to this day, like a hundred percent supports me. And, um, I mean, even that being said, uh, USK is coming in October and they're going to be in Hatfield baby. Yeah. So, uh, nice. We're going to get one in and, uh, yeah, I'm excited. I'm gonna, yeah, definitely put a big one together for the hometown. So everybody show up and support your guy. Love um, it. We'll have so, it there. um, We'll have well when when is you I they're they're targeting somewhere around October 14th. So they didn't nice. get approval 100 percent They're gonna let me know. Nice. But uh we'll have you back on the show so we can promote it before then. Absolutely. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So she uh you know, I apprehensively brought it up because you know it becomes one of those sensitive things when things like cause you trouble. And I'm already here all the time as it is, but um she's still she's still like she's so down for me, man. And yeah. uh uh I don't know what I would do without her, to be honest. Like yeah. uh she she being on this journey with me, it's helped our relationship. She knows that this has helped me be the much better version of me that I could ever been mm-hmm. um, without this place. And uh, yeah, um, having her in your corner, like literally like actually having her in your corner on a daily basis, that means a lot to me. So, yeah. you know, um, dude, the commitment and love of like a great woman, it cannot be understated. Like yeah. the support, like your wife's support that she gives you, you can't quantify that and like how grateful you actually are. No, I'd never know? be able to actually tell her, you know what I mean? And uh, even when I brought that up to her, you know what I mean? Like as far as, you know, the October card and stuff like that. Uh, she was like, yeah, I knew we were going to have this conversation. I saw it online. Yeah. I'm like, because I had like, it's all like, you know, I'm like holding my breath about it a little yeah, bit. You yeah, know what yeah, I mean? She's yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, I knew. Yeah. Like the, the figured... amount of things that you bring up to your wife, you know, that she goes, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And no you're shit. Like, yeah. You're like, all right. Yeah. Well, <laughs> yeah. I mean, hey man, she yeah. she loves you, brother. Yeah, She's she in does. That corner, so yeah, you she can't really, ask really does. you can't ask for more than that. Yeah. So we are coming towards the top of time. Um, what do you got to say to all your fans listening? And then, what are your plans for the future, brother? Um. Well, yeah. I mean, um, uh, Parenthood is going to be around the corner for me nice. soon, and I'm super excited about that. Awesome, um, man. I always like wanted to set myself up to make that decision because a lot of um, so a lot of people in my family like didn't. It was um, oh, it was made I'm doing for this. them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And it's uh, a decision made for yeah, them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. What we're doing. All right, well, this uh, is happening. <laughs> um, so that's the biggest thing for me right now is I'm going to be pursuing Parenthood, and I'm excited about it. And I mm-hmm. feel Dude, I'm gonna you're going to be a great dedicated. parent, man. You're yeah. going to be a great dad. It's the best thing in the world. Mm-hmm. It literally, literally, that's the greatest thing you could ever ever happen to you. It's yeah. the best. And the other thing too is, I'm more than a thousand percent confident in the person I'm doing it with too. You yes. know what I mean? And um, more than anything, I just want to say that I do, I do love my wife with uh, my whole heart, and she means everything to me. Love and, it, uh, that's a great message, without being, really. yeah, yeah, without I wouldn't. Uh, I know it's it's so stereotypical, but I, I'm we've built everything together. I've been with her since I was 19, and I'm going to be 32 in two weeks. Dude, so, stereotypes don't come out of nowhere, man. Yeah, like that's true. It's so you true. Know, and uh, I just, you know, and she trains herself too. Uh, by the way, She's you try a to take my advice first, she will f- you up. Yeah, I've seen it. <laughs> so I've seen it. Um, yes, yeah, so that's the main thing for me. And then, um, yeah, I'm going to get a couple more fights in just so I can continue to be a better coach. You know what yeah. I mean? As as much as I can. Um, but parenthood is going to be the biggest thing to me. So the chips are going to lay where they're going to lay with competing. Um, I want to get on the other side uh, of that and uh, know and give myself some performances that I'm absolutely happy with. So those are the main thing is just, you know, to pursue my career as much as possible outside of the gym. And um, yeah, just to be there for my family more than anything is to be there for my wife and cultivate like a good life for us together. That means to me more than anything. But 
I'm I want to put put it on somebody in October and I'm gonna f somebody up. Dude, so that's the main man. thing I'm worried about is I just want to train these guys. Uh shout out Dan Kendrick, USKA, May 20th, Hamburg, be there. Nice. Uh Dan's gonna put it on somebody too. And uh yeah, we're gonna get this gym some W's and get uh get a real program going here. Love it, man. Love it. Nice. So uh we are coming towards stop time, like I said. Uh you know, usually me and Rich are on the same page with this, but I would love to have you back on the show again Absolutely. if you'd be willing to come back, man. Definitely, man. This is great. You've got a great thing going. I'm proud of you, man. This hey, is this is a passion you. for you. And like uh I know the um, that feeling of the void of like, you know, fighting was your life just as much as it was mine and being here means a lot to you. But like I know you're gonna need a pursuit just like eventually I'm probably gonna need another pursuit as well. You know what I mean? Like yeah. but these are kind of people that we are that it's just that's that chase, that that development that yeah the angst of like always just needing something like that yeah, you know? forever climbing that's the truth bro yeah, well, you got a hell of a thing going bro appreciate thank you very you, man. much man. thanks for being here all right so i'm matt lavelle this is josh lawler this has been another episode of the working perspectives podcast you can find us on all podcast platforms and youtube at working perspectives podcast you can have us on instagram working perspectives podcast you can join us on the twitter and the tiki talk at working p pod if you'd like to be a guest on the show please email us at work gmail.com and please like subscribe so we keep bringing you the sweet sweet content thanks for listening stick around for the ad read thanks see you